Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode 17 of Soren Pair, where we are soaring together to explore new adventures while inspiring others to create their own. Thank you for joining us. Um, today, we're going to talk about mistakes of the past relationships and how to avoid them moving forward in current relationships. What? We're talking about this? Yeah. Get ready. OMG. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're called Why Not Together, so why not talk about mistakes together? <laughs> why not? Right? I mean... How do we avoid these together? <laughs> right? How are we, we going to throw ourselves <laughs> on the sword today together? <laughs> yeah. The sword of stupidity is what I call it. <laughs> Speak for yourself there, <laughs> ma'am. Hey, just saying. <laughs> but, um, Jim, tell us about, first, let's get into our weekly update. Tell us about your music. Um, what music? I'm kidding. Um, music, music, and music. So, on my YouTube channel, I did post this week um, a performance of the Schubert Impromptu, mm -hmm. um, which is the really fast-moving one in... And the way I set the camera on the piano, you can watch my fingers. Um, I love that. Close up. Yeah. So. Um, well, you get the reflection too. So yeah, yeah. So it's. Uh, I, I hadn't posted that yet on YouTube, although I had performed it at the concert, and so I thought it was time to post that. Um, but upcoming this week, I think I mentioned last week in our episode that um, I did write a new song over. Um, where is it? Fourth of July weekend. It's, <laughs> it's all in here in my head as I point to my head and in my fingers. Um, so I'm working on refining uh, the performance of it. And my plan is to actually um, premiere it on YouTube this coming week. So be watching for it. Yeah. Um, again, it is called Rise and Shine. Yeah. So I'll prod him along. <laughs> <laughs> During the busyness of everything else. I'm excited yeah. to share this with everybody. I, I think it's a it's going to be a fun song to to um, share and hopefully sure. you'll enjoy it and and please feel free to share it with others either on Facebook and or YouTube channel awesome. Jim Swordson. so um, also last night we went to our daughter's house we new did house. yes it was fun it was yeah, fun they just bought a house mm -hmm. got the keys Wednesday Wednesday they moved in and um, yeah, they're still, you know, sorting through boxes and stuff, but we finally got to go see it. And um, I'm super excited for them. It's a beautiful home. It's perfect for, for you know, starting out, and mm -hmm. they have room to grow. So it's excellent. Right. It's in a little place called Surprise, Arizona. Mm -hmm. Surprise. Surprise. We Which, bought a house. Surprise. <laughs> Our kids are buying their own house. This is... Uh, interesting mm -hmm. but um so while we were over there last night and um shay our daughter made dinner um we had the opportunity to help out a couple friends of theirs oh, friends yeah. of ours um yeah I think katie they mind and us. austin i'm sure they wouldn't mind no not at all so um well, why don't you describe this has more to do with uh, your lane oh, it's uh, both of us that's but, true um yeah katie and austin have both had um you know, aches and pains and muscle strains and pulls. And so they were asking for some help and they've never tried the energy healing, uh, polarity and craniosacral 
work that I do or the Reiki that mm-hmm. Jim and I both do. Mm-hmm. And um, so they were asking for help. And so we worked on, I worked on Katie and then she felt great. And so she was like, please work on Austin. So we double teamed on Austin and um, they were both, I think Austin was more amazed than Katie. Um, he yeah. was more skeptical. But, um, yeah, today they texted me and said, you know, they were still just amazed at how much better they felt and that Austin got his range of motion back in his neck. He couldn't move his neck past a certain point. And, um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's great. And then... It's um, beautiful. Yeah, he was, he was pretty amazed during and afterwards. And um, <laughs> then I... Um, um, the dog, Alice, has been mm. really skittish... And, Poor Alice, and yeah. And nervous with the move and everything else. And they also have a little cat that I don't think Alice gets along with at all. So Alice has been very um, nervous and uncomfortable. She's usually a really calm dog. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's, you know, as dogs do with with the move and change. She's just feeling it. And she's been throwing up every day and just really looking like she's afraid of her own shadow it's just not really her style right right and so um after we had done the work on austin um i just kind of felt like it was time to just do the reiki energy on on alice yeah and um i i didn't time it it must have been about 20 minutes at least but it was, it was interesting. Yeah, it was. She just sort of relaxed into it. She actually laid over on her belly, and mm-hmm. uh, then Shay came and sat down, and she said, "Oh my gosh, I can feel it into my legs." Because Alice was against her. Um, and after um, I had finished, Alice just seemed relaxed and calm, like herself, which our daughter said That's she so hadn't seen her see. in a long time. So we need to continue. I think Alice is probably going to need more um but you made a huge difference for her well energy energy works on animals and people yes in in my class we have people who work on horses and dogs dogs and cats but mainly dogs and um yeah they make a business out of it it's huge right it's really great animals pick up i think the, the stress that their owners have and when there's moves and Completely. Um, you know, and so um, because they're so connected to their family or, you know, who, mm-hmm. who they live with, um, I, I a lot of times I don't think people realize um, how much they're affected emotionally, energetically. What they're carrying. Right. right. So it was amazing okay. to see the transformation. So it was a, it was a great night. Mm-hmm. It really was. It was a lot of fun. And, and to be there in their new home was wonderful. Yes. Yes, it was. And... We got the boost from giving the energy work. We benefit from it too, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I had come home after, a, in Phoenix, it was about one fourteen or one fifteen yesterday, and I'd been mm. driving all it's over the place, and so hot, and I was exhausted when I got there, and after doing that energy work, I felt um, re-energized. Yeah, you so. needed that, because it's quite the drive home. They live a good 30, 40 minutes away from us, so. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was good. So, more to come on that. Um, but it, it was a great experience. To, it was, you know, to do that. Yeah. Sure. So. 
So, um, last week, you know, was a, it was kind of a tough week for me. Yes. Um, I wanted to be totally open and honest about the 10th anniversary of the passing of Jimmy, my son. And if you didn't see that, you know, feel free to, to watch it. I think we, you know, I'm not going to rehash that today, but, um, you know, it was, it, it was tough in one aspect and in another aspect it felt good to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You seemed lighter after you talked about it. Are you feeling, how are you feeling right now? Well, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling much better. Um, it just, uh, you know, I think sometimes things build up like a pressure cooker and you need to release them. Yes. Sometimes it takes weeks or months, but it was just a time where I needed to release yes. and was able to do it with, you know, my friends here on in the podcast and YouTube and of course with you. Um, and it felt good to, to talk about and really celebrate who he is, mm-hmm. not, you know, mourn about that. So I think, um, I thank you for asking. I'm feeling, I'm feeling better. And, you know, just a lot of times you just take it day by day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, good. You seem better. You seem lighter this week. Right. Except for my middle. That, that I'm working <laughs> on. I'm getting a little thicker around the middle because she keeps cooking <laughs> such delicious meals. You, the other night, you just killed me. Here, okay. Here I am, you know, like I'm hungry. And she decides to take those delicious Pillsbury, you know, triangles and put... Crescent rolls. Yeah, crescent rolls. Ham and cheese and turkey and it pesto Pesto. yeah and and that was really really good um with the veggie and then we're not done then so you know i'm wolfing those down and then she goes oh i think i'm gonna make oatmeal chocolate chip cookies (laughs) i had a craving i'm not trying to fatten you up i swear (laughs) well she's doing a good job of it (laughs) however you know, it's on me to get up and move more and, and you know, try to lose some Well, of I have a Facebook friend who's teasing me with some really good recipes she's trying out, so I'm going to have to try it. Yeah, so... Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> could try to keep the calories down. <laughs> no, but in, um, you know, talking about um, the past and what we reminisced last week, that kind of segues into our topic, yeah, which is learning yes. from, you know the mistakes of past relationships mm-hmm. and um, as long as we make all those mistakes somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you this I'm still making them but no, just oh. not as well I hope I mean I, my opinion is it's not as bad as it used to be but um, you know Sandy and I were talking about it and we really thought you know why not sort of open up and and talk about some of the struggles we had mm-hmm. Um, and how those have shaped us to be who we are now and then how we're working through it together because it's, it's, yeah. not, it's not a smooth run. I'm actually kind of, you know, before we even get into all that, I, I'm grateful for a lot of the mistakes that I made and that I was a part of. Um, I think I learned a lot and I'm glad that I learned some of those before we got together. I think there is an advantage to to getting together later on in life. There really when, is. When you're not so young. And Make your so. mistakes somewhere else so that you can enjoy the rest of your life. 
Not to say that's my advice. Yeah, Yeah. not to say that there's still mistakes happening. (laughs) Well, the big ones, you know what I mean. Like potentially airing this episode, that may be a huge (laughs) mistake. Could be. But um, live dangerous. Yeah, we are living dangerous. So, and and, you know, one of the things that we want to be in Soar and Pair and and Why Not Together is is very transparent and honest. Right. And and really, you know, we we by no means got it figured out. But we're we're working at it. Of course. Um, and so in my previous relationship, um, um, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me start out by saying um, there's an old red skeleton joke that my dad used to tell all the time, and it perfectly describes my 25 year relationship. And the and those of you who are maybe older will know this joke. The younger folks may not. So in any relationship, Mr. Skelton says there are three rings. There's the engagement ring, there's the wedding ring, mm-hmm. and finally, there is the suffering. <laughs> Mic drop, doom, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> no. Have a good week. Yeah. <laughs> That's all, folks. Um, so I really, um, you know, uh, struggled in, in a very, very tough relationship, there's no doubt. and. Not that I'm looking to throw this this past person under the bus, but I do want to talk about what I allowed. You want to? She's yeah, raising I'll her do hand. It. <laughs> she says, "I'll be glad to." But I think when you're looking at past relationships, it's so easy to go. It was them, and and what I really yeah. want to do in this is what I allowed, and like you've said before, right. teaching people how to treat you. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. It's never completely. Even with her, it's never one person. Right. It's also, you know, it takes two to tango, and um, it's very much part of what you allow, for sure. Exactly. And so for 25 years, I tangoed quite a bit. I mean, but in, in looking back on some of these mistakes, and I did want to get specific. So one of the things I allowed to happen was a lot of control. Okay. There was an extreme amount of, of control that happened in terms of um, controlling where I go, who I socialize with, what I look at. Um, I, just a couple examples, um, she was extremely jealous. And so if a commercial came on the TV and there were women in bikinis, I would have to look away. If I did not look away, I I was, I was in trouble. I was, you know, gawking at them or um, if a pretty girl came into the room, like you, and I talked to them normal, then I would be flirting with them. So, you know, when someone is extremely jealous and controlling, they don't allow you to relax and be yourself. But you can't yet, do anything. No. So I allowed that, and I always felt like I was on the verge of being in trouble. Um, and That explains a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. And so it's one of the things that I realized... After, you know, looking back on it, that in order for I, I could be myself a lot of times if she wasn't around, I could relax and let my guard down and be myself. Yeah. And so, one of the things I realized is I, you know, never wanted to either have a friend or a partner that wouldn't allow me to truly relax and be myself. Right. That right. was extremely important to me when I look back at that. Those are things that you would think are just a no-brainer. That 
that's almost obvious to people, but I think this happens to more people than we realize. Right. It's a very common problem. Right, and, you know, some of it's almost bordering on embarrassment for me, but I look back on it and I'm being, you know, open and honest about it because, you know, if I can help at least one person realize that, you know, if you think you're going to change that other person and yet you're allowing them to control you, right? then you're in a very dysfunctional, and I was, in a very dysfunctional codependent relationship. And it was in a small town um, between Phoenix and Tucson, and a lot of people after after um, the divorce, they go, we were wondering how long it was going to take you. Every, it seems 25 like years everybody later. sees it but you. Yeah. You know, everybody sees it. In fact, I remember a piano tuning customer telling me this story. So... Um, I was on a Saturday. This tuning customer probably lived three or four blocks from me. I was in the middle of a job. I got a call from my ex, and she said, "You know, come home right now." And I ex- and I told the customer, "I'm sorry. I know I'm in the middle of this job, but I've got an emergency at home." Um, and this friend asked, "Well, what's going on?" Well, glass had been broken, and um, I had to be the one to go clean it up. And Seriously? I forgot this story. And when I, about a year or year and a half ago, when I went back to her, her house, and she says, Do you remember the time? And I'm like, Honestly, I don't. She told me the story, and I thought, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, that the level of fear and control that this individual, that I allowed this individual to have on me, um, was something that she remembered. Two decades later, I had like forgotten. having a leash attached to you, right? Yanking that leash back, right, right. And so it was, and is a, a very. It was a tough lesson to learn, um, but I finally got to the point where, you know, I was done allowing somebody to yank my chain again and again and again. Yeah. Um, How does it feel to look back on that now? I mean, I guess you said it's kind of, kind of embarrassing. How does well, to admit this on YouTube and podcast, I guess I'm not as embarrassed as right. I used to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, how does it feel now? Um, I used to beat myself up about it. I used to get really, really angry. In fact, I remembered when I had decided I'm done, I thought to myself, how could I be so stupid? Yeah. How could I allow this person to pull the wool over my eyes? And it went from that to, you know, I'm human, It, you know, you know, obviously there was love there. There was obviously. love there. Otherwise, I you know wouldn't have tried as hard as yeah. I did. So I went from beating myself up to to learning from it to you know hopefully sharing it. And you and I have talked about this a lot. Yeah. Um. And I'm gonna let you talk about some of your challenges here in okay. a bit. But um, you know, it it really was you know a journey even getting over that. You yeah. Know, because it's been you know, over nine years since mm-hmm. that relationship was over, uh, really mm-hmm. 10 years ago is when I decided uh, that it was done. Um, another thing, and just remembering, um, not to belabor it, but just a couple other examples, um, you know, to argue with a person that refuses to mm-hmm. see your point of view. You know, it's like reasoning with crazy. Yeah. How the heck, you know, and um, it, it, 
it almost became this challenge like I'm gonna get her to see my point of view I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it and then I thought I had it and then right at the very end she say yes but yes but what I originally said is the truth and I would just remember just getting so frustrated and you know sweating and turning beet red and just you know trying to force somebody who absolutely cannot see outside of their own self yeah you know who's so narcissistic that they don't even see it right that they're so blind to the so fact. unwilling to see another point of view or even another possibility yeah right? Um, yeah, because you're never going to change anyone's mind, necessarily. I, I, I don't really feel like that is the goal. Right. Right? Right. Whenever we go into it trying to change somebody else's point of view, you're kind of setting yourself up anyway. Right. And then one other thing I wanted to mention, then I'm going to I'm gonna toss it over to you, because this is just such a wonderful subject to talk <laughs> about. Again, of the three rings, the suffering. Um <laughs> But, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I've gotten to the point where I'm grateful that I grew up and learned some of these lessons. So all the joking aside, maybe I, I shouldn't have taken so long, but I can't even say that anymore. You it was, say that. It was yeah. what it was. And, you know, um, there was an occasional, occasional good times, but, you know, for, for the most part, I, I was not myself. And one other thing that really drove me crazy was the, um, I want you by my side never want to be away from you kind of thing almost like yeah. the joined at the hip thing all the time yes. um, and not allowing um, I think alone time mm -hmm. you know so that very you know you complete me where you begin I end and vice <laughs> versa that's what love is um, really took me out of you know my own expression of being myself I just became an appendage, mm -hmm. you know, and a shadow of myself, and I wasn't happy. And, you know, towards the end, I'd say towards the last 10 years or so, I really started carving out more time for myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I really had the footing, the emotional footing, to stand up and go, wait, this, this just doesn't feel good, and I don't want to spend the rest of my life um, dealing with this person, mm -hmm. even though there were still younger children in the home that had grown up. No, I think at some point you have to weigh out um, the damage that can be done from leaving versus staying. Sometimes staying it can cause more damage than taking right. that that leap. And when I did leave, you know, she fell apart, as some of you heard in the past, and you know, yeah. became homeless, dysfunctional hooked on drugs and you know eventually killed herself so I can't and I will not be responsible for that because good for um, you you know that that is on her it makes me sad for her and for my daughters who you know who had to deal with that but again she was not my responsibility to take care of for the rest of my life at the sacrifice of my own self well exactly um, you're looking for a partner not somebody that you have to lead through life right um, yeah, good for you. I'm glad that you're not owning that because it's not yours to own. Right. It is a sad situation, but it, it, it's it's not, you know, I, I I left with as much integrity as I could and, and just allowed things to play out the way they needed to play out. Mm -hmm. But um, let me shift it over to you 
Um, it's time for you to talk about a few things that are <laughs> comfortable, but um, what what are some things, past relationship mistakes that you, that you want to highlight or, or, or describe? Uh, for me, <clears throat> I have a few, I have two large relationships that, that I'm kind of lumping into one. Um, one would be control. The control is a big issue for me. Um, feeling like I'm on a chessboard and the constant trying to, this person in particular used to try to plan three or four moves ahead and I could see it would try to plan three or four moves ahead to manipulate and control me into how I would act trying to convince me it was my idea it sounds crazy I know <laughs> but um, that just got to be too much because I felt like I was never able also to be myself right because when you feel manipulated yes. somebody is forcing you, their idea, their idea on mm -hmm. you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, being manipulated into acting or being a certain way instead of allowing to relax and be myself. Um, yeah, that's that's a big one for me. Right. And also, um, jealousy. The jealousy thing, here we go again. That's a big thing. You know, um, jealousy, which for me in a certain relationship led to... Um, mental and physical abuse for a while and I, I did get out of that but um, it left its mark mm -hmm. it does it leaves a deep mark and it's something that still I see it on TV and it's like uh, you you get PTSD about it right so and what did you how do you you know, and, and yours is, you know, I think both of our relationships were bordering on abuse in, in, in different different in, ways. In many different ways, and, yeah. And how do you cope with that, looking back at that now? Also, um, I think the stages of grief, like we talked about last week, apply. Mm -hmm. um, because you lose self-respect and... Um, you feel stupid and you're like why did I do this you know you always say and I was one of them I admit I was one of those people who always said I would never put up with XYZ I don't know how women can put up with that crap right and I did so um, it chips away at your self-esteem and it chips away at your confidence right so it takes time to get that back. Now I feel good. Now I feel great about it because I can look back with um, forgiveness and strength because I can look back knowing that I grew from it, you yeah. know, and yeah. I didn't let, let it take me down. Um, one other thing you mentioned to me was uh, com competitiveness. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the competition. <laughs> yeah, there there were many times that I would dive into something and this person would tell me, oh, you can't do that, that's mine. You can't do that, that's mine. I'm like, oh, yes, I can. You know, um, I don't want to compete with anyone. 
Right. Specifically, not my partner. Well, and there's a big difference between competing and collaborating or competing Huge. and allowing. Supporting. Yeah, supporting and having space to yeah. do something that you yeah. want to do. Um, you know, if you want to have a a long talk with your with your dad, then... That was a big one. You know, yeah. I'm not hovering going, hey, are you off yet? Yeah, why are you talking to him? It's not natural. Because I think, you know... <laughs> I heard that more than once. Right. It's not natural to talk to your dad. What? <laughs> well, and we all are selfish by nature, so I don't want to say, you know, they're narcissistic. I think we all are. And so I think when you're stuck in that, it's almost like anytime you're taken away from me, being this narcissistic person, anytime you're taken away from me is not right. Yeah. You know, because in, in my situation, anything I did outside of, an approved activity was looked down upon, mm -hmm. even if it was very good or healthy. I got to tell you something. Uh-oh. Here it comes. <laughs> this relationship that you had, my ex used to tell me that he wanted the relationship you and her and she had. Which was ironic. What? I knew. And I just was like, I don't. Thank you, but no. Well, and I'm just going to say it. I know we're trying to stay anonymous, but they were brother and sister. They were brother and so, sister. As so. some of you know, we were married to brother and sister mm -hmm. ex, which made us former brother and sister-in-law. Yeah. Although very estranged. Um, interesting because I couldn't have disagreed more even during that time. Like, yeah. I need alone time. Yes. You yes. know, I love you, but I like my alone time still. Me too. You know, I very much time yeah. at the piano, just driving on my own. Um, you know, there is times where, um, and so learning from past mistakes, which is really what this is about, and I think what we're getting to is, so we tolerated a lot for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Well, and we didn't have the strength to, to speak out more of what we want or demand it. Right. You know. And so when we stumbled on each other in a very unexpected way. And um, despite the roles that we had and everything else, we realized that um, this is, at least from my point of view, that although we're not following convention and, you know, following all the proper steps, I just had a feeling that you would help me heal from a lot of these, these issues. And vice versa. Right. <clears throat> with your friendship, with, with just listening, and also... A very similar experience from yeah. siblings that we were married to yeah I don't think anyone could un and I've said this before but I don't think anyone could understand us the way we do if we were with a different partner um, right. you know because it's it's unique right and I and part of this discussion I think is how do you avoid grabbing those past mistakes and dragging them into your current relationship. That's a risk. It's a risk for all of us because, I mean, it becomes a habit, right? And when we were first together, I think you and I called each other out many, many times when we started to project something onto the other person yeah. that used to happen. Like, wait a minute, I'm Sandy. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and, and part of it was just habit. Of course. Of, of thinking a certain way. Um, you know, this sounds strange, but 
the first time I watched a naked scene of a movie with you, I was sort of a little, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, should I look like, away? Should I not? Jim, just sit down. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to freak out. Right. Yeah. And, and I think we had an agreement that, you know, that's going to happen as long as we're not disrespectful to each other. Right. You know, it, it's fine. And that really was the first time I could just sort of relax my shoulders and go, okay, you know, it's it's fine if something comes up and, you know, um, I don't have to look away. I know that sounds funny, but when you did that, when, when somebody did that for 20 years, yeah, you know, that was so, um, you had to sort of coax me out of that, yeah. you know, that... A mentally abusive space to relax and be okay allow, with that. Well, and allow you to just be yourself and to be a man. Right. You know, to to be a, a healthy man that that's going to look around. You know, as long as you don't order off the menu, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and and actually, it's. You know that's just one example so yeah. as, as we walked through um, you know s- s- all the hang-ups or the the emotional scars right, right of of the past um, and, and I, I think this can be done it, it's helpful and we're very lucky to have a to have found each other and have a partner to help us but mm-hmm. it can be done um, with a good friend it can be done with anybody that you trust to mm-hmm. help you to help anybody get through, you know, the 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 past relationship um, trauma, mm-hmm. past relationship mistakes, don't you think? Absolutely, yeah. Um, just you know, not allowing. I don't think either one of us will ever allow that those types of issues to come up in our relationships moving forward. Um, you know, even in friendships just because we've learned what we don't want right and um anybody can do that absolutely right absolutely yeah um but i'm grateful the fact that you know we've had many many talks about being this open and we just decided to share this today that we're comfortable enough to share it because we want folks i think to feel like it's it's okay to be human and to make mistakes there's no reason to ever be embarrassed about that yeah and Absolutely. it doesn't have to spill over into, you know, another relationship. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's, you know, it's it's part of the growth process and it's perfectly okay. I think it's a more common problem than a lot of people are willing to talk about. And um yeah, it's just about deciding when you've had enough and how you're going to change it. And everybody has their own story, their own path to walk, and so yeah. My my thing is is mine was un- unique, yours was unique, and I don't apologize or feel bad about the path I took, which was littered with a lot of mistakes <laughs> on my part. And, yeah. and you know, I think. Oh, me too. Yes. Of course, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah. We all, we all do. <laughs> So there's a quote that um, we wanted to end with that says, you're responsible for how long you let what hurts you haunt you. Mm-hmm. I love that. So you're responsible how long that something hurts you to haunt you. Right. <clears throat> That's cool. I know. 
I like that. I do too. Um, sort of brings up Scrooge, the ghost of Christmas past, right? <laughs> Haunting you. Haunting you. <laughs> So, um, to lighten the mood here towards the end of our podcast, um, as always, I still have some a few more Sandyisms in my pocket that I, that yes, <laughs> that's not one of them, although she said bring it on, she whispered bring it bring on. Bring it on. Um, this one is um, an interesting one, um, and um, as usual, you just take a regular phrase and you make it your own, so it goes like this. If you ought to. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what she's really saying is if you want to. <laughs> where did that... I don't even know where that one came from. So just out uh, of left field in your in your yeah, vocabulary? Yeah. If you ought to. If you ought to. Yeah. I, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a very whimsical... Oh, what do you... Can I go to the store? If you ought to. <laughs> Again, from the uh, mysterious and amazing mind of my partner, Sandy. Yet another Sandyism. <laughs> uh, it's interesting to hear myself through you. I, I'll tell you that. Yes. Well, I've always, from the very beginning, I'm like, I love that. That's cool. It's a cool. little disturbing how much you don't understand what I say, though. <laughs> Ongoing challenges. Yes. <laughs> Ongoing challenges between us. <laughs> yeah, so we'll keep doing this podcast if you want to. If you want to. <laughs> Sounds like a Forrest Gump kind of thing, doesn't it? it yeah, does. it might be actually. It actually might have come from there. Oh my goodness. So, okay, you borrowed it from a movie. <laughs> but uh, before we wrap up, as usual, we want to thank you. We, we want to thank um, James for his comment on yes. our YouTube channel thank for. Thank you for uh, introducing us to hashtag, hashtag relationship, hashtag, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, it's something I've couples. seen and have thought about using, but um, really just didn't do it. So thank you, James. I, I love the idea and I know you're right. So I appreciate the feedback, for and sure. Keep, and keep the comments coming on YouTube or on our podcast um, as we're still doing our podcast. And again, you can see our faces on the YouTube channel. Here are voices on the podcast channel such as iTunes, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, the podcast app. And so we appreciate our listeners in the podcast land as well as those on our YouTube channel where you can subscribe. We're also on Soren Pair and Facebook where you can Yes. A day in the life of Jim and Sandy, and um, we plan to add other platforms, and we'll let you know when we do that. Yes, yes. And also, by the way, um, I am accepting appointments. Um, if you would like to sign up for an appointment for energy healing, uh, please reach out to me. Just DM me on uh, Soren Pair Facebook. Very good. Well, there you have it. Uh, please remember to comment and subscribe, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much, everybody. Take care. Bye.